Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It was like I've been, it's been a long time since I've stand, stand up here and see all these smiling, beautiful faces. It's been a long time. Praise the Lord. I'm going to be taking my scriptures from the book of Mark, chapter 1 and chapter 2. So if you have your Bible and you want to follow along. Hallelujah. Mark, the writer of the book of Mark, sees Jesus as a servant. There is no genealogy at the start of Mark's gospel. Mark does not record or mention the virgin birth in his writings. Mark writes more about what Jesus actually did while he was on earth than what he actually said. Mark begins his gospel at the very beginning of Jesus' ministry and does not speak about the early life of Jesus, but begins his gospel by saying, Mark 1.1, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. John the Baptist was the forerunner. He was the one that prepared the way for the Messiah to come. John's ministry was very successful. Scripture tells us that many came out from Jerusalem and Judea. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. To hear the message that Jesus preached, that John preached, sorry, concerning the kingdom of God, many turned from their sinful ways and found a place of repentance. Many were baptized by John. Jesus himself was also baptized by John in the river Jordan, thus leaving us an example to follow. If we want to be saved, we must be baptized in Jesus' name. No other name. Capernaum became the center or the focus point of the beginning of Jesus' early ministry. He went to Capernaum after John the Baptist was put into prison by Herod. Jesus continued to preach the same message that John could no longer preach because John the Baptist had now been put into prison. This is what Jesus began to preach. The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. The Lord came to minister to the needs of the people and not to be ministered unto. Jesus came to preach the good news to the poor. He came to heal the brokenhearted. He came to preach deliverance to the captives. And Jesus also came to, to heal them that are bruised physically and spiritually. Jesus healed many that had various diseases and those that were sick and were tormented. Jesus cast out many devils. Jesus also healed Peter's mother-in-law and took away her fever just by lifting her up by his hand. I'm telling somebody in this place tonight, Jesus is going to lift you up. He's going to take away your infirmity. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Jesus is going to lift somebody up in this place tonight. It must well be you and it must well be me. Let's let faith come alive in your heart tonight and receive something from God. God is no respecter or person. It doesn't matter where you've come from, where you've been. God's going to do a work in this place tonight. Mark chapter 1 verse 38 says, And Jesus said unto his disciples, Let us go into the next towns, that I may preach there also. For therefore came I forth on the way. Jesus also healed a leper of leprosy. Lepers were supposed to keep their distance from others and weren't even allowed to talk to anybody. That was the law. But Jesus showed great compassion on this man that was full of leprosy by reaching forth his hand and healing him of his affliction and making him whole. 
Somebody in this place tonight is going to be made whole by the power of God. Hallelujah. God, the creator of the heavens and earth, has made it abundantly clear through His Word that He is not willing that any should perish and that He desires that all men should be saved, whether they be bond or free. Jesus is no respecter of person. That's why we are here tonight, because Jesus does not show, is not a respecter of person. And I'm thankful to God for that. I'm an Aboriginal. And I would be on the outside if he was a respecter of person. But he's not. Praise the Lord. He saved me. Just like he saved you. The same blood that if you've been baptized, it's the same blood that I've been washed in. It's the same blood you've been washed in. It's the same blood that he saved the whole world with. It's no one else but Jesus. Jesus. People recognized by what they saw and witnessed firsthand that Jesus was not like the other teachers because he had authority over unclean spirits and had power to heal all them that came unto him. Jesus has the power, church. If you got, you got filled with his spirit, you have the power also. You've got the authority. You've got the power, church. You've got the authority. Don't let the devil lie to you anymore. Lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Use the name that he's delegated. He's given to you. He's allowed you to use his name. Use it. Stir up the gift that is within you. Mark chapter 2 verse 1 says, And again, this is the second time that he entered into Capernaum. But after some days it was noised or heard or made known by others that Jesus was in the house. And straightway many gathered together in so much that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door. And Jesus preached the word unto them. And they came unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born or carried of four men. And when they could not come nigh unto Jesus for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. This man that was carried there by his four friends was literally without strength. He was unable to stand by himself and desperately needed someone to help him daily. We have our ever-present help in time of need. Jesus is our help. We don't need anybody else. All we need is Jesus, church. If you've got a need, take it to Jesus in prayer. Take it to the Lord in prayer. He hears the cry of your heart. No, no prayer goes unanswered. It will come to pass in His time. But we must believe what we pray for. Just to live would have been a great struggle for this man. He had to rely on the others to help him daily. The news of Jesus' return to Capernaum spread like wildfire. This brought many people to Capernaum, seeking Jesus and desiring him to touch them and to heal them from all of their infirmities. Jesus did not turn anybody away. I'm speaking to someone tonight. Jesus did not turn anyone away. But he healed all that came unto him with a need. With a need. Jesus preached the word unto them. Faith and determination began to grow in the hearts of many that day because they heard by many about the miracles which Jesus 
had done to the point that these four men could not enter into the house where Jesus was or even come close to the house because of the great multitude that had come together to seek Jesus. Have you come to the house of the Lord today to seek Jesus? Have you come to the house of the Lord to receive something from Jesus? It's not about the preacher. It's not about your sister. It's not about your brother. But it's all about Jesus. That's why I come to the house. Because Jesus is in the house. And He wants to do something. This man who was sick of the palsy that we just read about in our beginning text was without strength. He was paralyzed. He could not even walk. He did not even have the strength in his body to stand up because of the nature of his illness. But this paralyzed man had to be carried there on a stretcher by his four friends. There was just no way that these four friends of his could get their friend into the house where Jesus was because of the great multitude that couldn't even come close to the house where Jesus was because of the great multitude that had gathered at that place because Jesus was there. Wherever Jesus is, somebody turns up. And where the presence of God is, I want to be there. Because anything can happen. All things become possible in the presence of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So when these four men realized that they could not enter into the house in an ordinary way, they used an extraordinary way to get their friend into the house where Jesus was. These men climbed up onto the roof of the house. In those days, the roofs were flat. They weren't pointy. I don't know how we'd go if we were trying to carry somebody up there on a stretcher. They might fall off. But in those days, the roofs were flat. But we must be willing to do whatever it takes to get to Jesus for ourselves. Do you hear me, church? Do you want something from Jesus? You have to go the extraordinary distance. You have to step out in faith. You have to take a hold of God and not let Him go. It's up to you, church. I can't get you to heaven, but you have to choose. You have to make up your own mind. You have to stir up your own faith because God's given you the measure. And because Jesus is in the house today, He wants to minister to somebody. He wants to refresh somebody in the Holy Ghost. He wants to fill somebody afresh. I'm preaching to somebody tonight because I can feel the Holy Ghost beginning to move in this place. If we want something from Jesus, church, we must ask Him in faith. But it doesn't stop there. We must believe Him for what we ask for. Scripture doesn't tell us how far these four men carried their friend to the house where Jesus was. Scripture doesn't tell us what these men spoke about on their way to the house where Jesus was. But I believe that these men were believing for a miracle from God that their friend would be healed. And somebody's going to receive a healing in this place tonight. Somebody's going to receive a miracle in this place tonight. Somebody's going to be set free from their addiction, their diabetes, whatever it is, anxiety, depression. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I don't know why you've come to the house of the Lord 
for tonight. Maybe it's to see Sister Sheila or Brother Rick or Sister Emma or Brother Gavin or Brother Frost. But I come for Jesus. Even though I love you guys with all my heart, I love the Lord more. He has to be first. I come because the Lord is in the house and I need Jesus today more than yesterday. The day draweth nigh when the heavens will open and the Son of Man will come for His church. Are you ready to meet Him, church? Are you ready to meet Him? Are you ready to meet Him? I don't know your situation. You don't know my situation. I don't know your struggle or your trial. I don't know your circumstance. But this thing I do know, Jesus is in the house. Jesus is in the house tonight. Jesus is in the house tonight. And where His people is, He's very interested. And He wants to be in that house also. Hallelujah. Are you sad? Is there somebody sad in the house tonight? Jesus can give you joy again. No one here has to leave the same way you came. But you have to choose. You have to choose. It's your choice. Are you weak in your body? I want to encourage someone right here. Jesus can give you supernatural strength. Are you sick? Jesus can heal you both physically and spiritually. It's not all about the physical healing. We need to be healed spiritually as well. We need to have our minds renewed daily. We need to be changed from the inside out. It's not about the outward appearance of the suit and the tie, but it's about the heart. God looks upon the heart of man and it is extremely wicked, the Bible says, and it needs to be changed. That's why we need the Holy Ghost evident in our lives today. That's why we need the transforming power of the Holy Ghost and fire to purge us, to clean us, to change us, to spin us around and put us on the right path again. I need the help of Jesus, church. I don't know about you. Why don't we just give the Lord a hand and thank Him for what He's doing. We can get excited. We can jump. We can get excited and shout, Hallelujah! We love you, Jesus. But He's the Almighty God. And we can thank Him for who He is and what He's done for us so far. Thank you, Jesus. The four men that we read about in our beginning text that had carried their friend to the house where Jesus was, was believing God for a miracle. Otherwise, why would they go to all that trouble of carrying their friend all that distance if they didn't believe Jesus was able to heal their friend? Why do you come to the house of the Lord tonight? Is it because of the great music? Is it for your brother or is it for your sister? It should be for Jesus. God does not want anybody to forsake the gathering together. But He wants us to come together as His body. He wants His body to be built up, unified. He wants it to be strengthened. He wants us to be one as He is one. Let God blow your mind. We don't serve a dead God that can't do anything. We serve the all-powerful, the all-knowing, the omnipotent God, the all-knowing God of the great, of the heavens above, the I Am of the Old Testament, the self-existent God, the Spirit moved upon the face of the waters in the beginning. 
Sometimes we've got to shake ourselves and get the scales off our eyes and realize who we serve. We serve the Almighty God. He's all-powerful. But when Jesus saw their faith in action, this is when they were letting the man down into the house. And what they had just done, just to get their friend into the house, Jesus did something so wonderful. Jesus did something that only God can do. This paralyzed man who was carried there by his friends to be healed of a physical infirmity received more than just a physical healing for a broken body that day that was without strength. Jesus did something supernatural. Jesus gave this man spiritual healing in the words of, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Has anybody had their sins forgiven in the house of the Lord today? Has anybody been washed in the blood of the Lamb? Has anybody been cleansed of their sickness? Has anybody been set free from their addiction? Has anybody been healed? But when this man that was paralyzed left the, left the house that day, he was changed, he was transformed. His body was made whole by the power of God. He was totally healed, both spiritually and physically. Jesus took away his disease just by speaking the word. And Jesus also forgave his sin just by speaking the word. The Spirit of God wants to encourage somebody here tonight. It doesn't matter where you've been or what you have done. Jesus is in the house. And He wants to heal somebody in this place physically and spiritually. He wants to heal somebody in the house tonight. Why don't we just clap unto the Lord? Why don't we just shout the victory? We are the church of the living God. We serve the almighty God, the one that took the keys to hell, death and the grave. He's conquered. Why should we be bound when we've been baptized in Jesus' name? Why should we be bound when we've been filled with the Holy Ghost? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This man's body which was broken was healed in the name of Jesus. This paralyzed man didn't need the help of a stretcher anymore and didn't need his four friends to carry him. But this man was able to stand upon his feet and stand unsupported. Good God did something miraculous. God did the work. God did the miracle. God did the miracle. But this man was able to stand upon his feet unsupported and jump for joy. He was able to shout out the name of Jesus. Jesus! Jesus! I would be shouting. I would be screaming. Excitement would be building. My heart would be thumping because God had just taken away my paralyzed body. He'd taken away my paralyzed body. He'd made me get up. He'd made me shout, Hallelujah! 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 I'm healed! I'm healed in Jesus' name! There's somebody in this place is going to be healed tonight. Somebody's going to be set free of their addiction. Why don't we stand and just shake clap under the Lord? Hallelujah! Hallelujah! If God's done something for you, I want you to proclaim it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 
Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Where God has preserved your life. When He saved you in an automotive accident. When you've fallen off your push bike. Oh, hallelujah. When you've taken some bad medicine. Oh, hallelujah. When you've walked down the street and you've seen some evil people. Hallelujah. He's preserved you. He's protected you. We serve a loving God, the Almighty God. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This man that was healed, in the name of Jesus, yelled out, I've been set free. I've been set free. And praise the Lord, my sins have been forgiven. That's something, church, that only God can do. And we need Jesus today. He's coming back, and we've got to be ready. We've got to be ready to meet him when he comes. Hallelujah. Just as these four men brought their friend who was sick to the house of Jesus. Do we have any brothers and sisters in the house that will bring their friend to the house of Jesus? We need to be witnessing for the Lord. We need to do our part for the Lord. The Lord will give you boldness, just as He did in the book of Acts, chapter 5. We ask and we will receive, if it's according to His will for our lives. Hallelujah. Mark, chapter 5, tells us a story about a certain ruler called Jairus by name. This man came to Jesus, beseeching Him or begging Him, wanting Jesus to come to His house straight away without any delay, because His daughter was at the point of death. We see in the next couple of verses of Mark 5 that Jesus is delayed by going to the house of Jairus by a woman which came to him with an issue of blood. Scripture doesn't tell us how long Jesus was in that place, but it does tell us as soon as he had healed this lady with the infirmity, news came that this ruler's daughter had died while Jesus was on his way there. And now, every ray of hope that Jairus had of seeing his daughter alive just became dead in the water in Jairus's eyes and in those who were there in their eyes as well but we don't serve a god that can't bring life to that which is dead hallelujah all all was but lost but praise god the story doesn't stop there And I want to tell somebody tonight, you may think that you're at the end of your story, but God hasn't even begun the work in your life yet. He's going to do something so great. He's going to blow the mine. He's going to blow the roof off your house because He's the all-powerful God. Jesus still went to the house of Jairus, knowing for sure that this ruler's daughter had died. Jesus told all them that which mocked and those that didn't believe to leave the house where the dead girl lay. Only then did Jesus heal this man's daughter. Scripture tells us that straight away she arose from the dead. Somebody here 
is going to have an experience with God like they've never had before. Somebody here tonight is going to have an experience with God like they've never had before. You may think that you're walking in the comfort of the Holy Ghost, but God is going to do something. He's going to reveal something to you that you need, something that you've been praying about, something that you've been desiring for the Lord to help you with. Whatever it is, God is able to do something great in your life tonight. God is not desirous that any of us should stay the same way we came. The Scripture says from glory to glory, which is an ongoing process. And sometimes we've got to try and keep up with God. That's why we've got to be sensitive to the leading of His Spirit. And if we're, if we're following hard after the Spirit, God will change us from glory to glory to glory to glory. I want to be changed. I don't want to stay the same. Where's the, where's the growth in my spiritual life if I'm the same as I was 14 years ago? I want to be changed. I want to know God even more today than I did back then. And God wants somebody here tonight to have an experience like they've never had before in the presence of the King of Kings and the Great I Am and the Way and the Truth. When Jesus is in the house, my friends, anything can happen. And anything is possible Anything is possible. Anything is possible. And in conclusion, five, I've still got 30 pages to go. We've got time? Praise the Lord. I heard an amen, so I went, whoo. Mark wrote, a, Mark wrote about what Jesus did in his earthly ministry. Everything that Mark wrote about in his gospel, Jesus did and fulfilled. John put it this way in his gospel. And there are also many other things which Jesus did, the which, if they should be written, every one, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. Everyone that came to Jesus received something from Him. Everyone. Whether they needed a physical or a spiritual healing of some kind, they were healed. They were delivered. They were set free. They were healed. They were delivered. They were set free. They were filled. They were fed. Jesus is in the house, my friends. Your miracle is in Jesus Christ. Everything that you need and so, so much more you will find in the name of Jesus Christ. The blessings, the life, the provision, the protection, the hope, the peace, the comfort, the way, the miracles, the forgiveness of your sins, the power and the authority you will find in the name of Jesus Christ. No other name. That's the only name we need. We can have deliverance tonight. We can be set free because Jesus is in the house tonight and He wants to minister to somebody in this place tonight. Referring back to our text, the four men that had carried their friend to the house where Jesus was believed that Jesus was able to heal their friend to the point that their faith arose so high that they removed pieces from off the roof. God responded to their faith just like Jesus will respond to yours right now. I'm going to read that again. God responded to their faith. 
just like Jesus will respond to yours right now. If somebody has come for spiritual healing, I want to tell you, you're in the right place. If somebody is here for physical healing, whatever it may be, you're in the right place. We got the healer in the house. You got the deliverer in the house. You got the one that's able to set you free in the house tonight. These are just tissues. These are premium quality. 100% aloe vera. Beautiful smelling. It's like it doesn't run out. I need some faith, Lord. I'm lacking faith. Please help me, my unbelief. And I need more, Lord. Give me more faith. No, I'm not being greedy, but I want more. Jesus, I want to give you my life tonight, but I'm unsure. Pull another tissue. Jesus, hear my prayer, Jesus. Hear my prayer. I don't want to leave the same way I came, Lord. You don't have to leave the same way you came. God doesn't run out of power. God doesn't run out of living water. God doesn't run out of love for His children. God doesn't... Oh. Maybe you're struggling with something and you failed the Lord too many times and you think, Lord, I just can't do it anymore. I feel like I'm going to give up. Lord, I need grace. But I want some more unmerited favor, Lord. Help me. Keep coming back to Jesus. Keep pulling from the Lord. Keep pulling from the Lord. He doesn't run out. I need grace, oh God, to get me through another day. I failed you, Lord. My son, my grace is sufficient for thee. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Maybe you need restoration. Maybe you've been, you know, you've been fighting against something and you've, some things are happening maybe in the family members or maybe at work and, and you, you need to be reconciled back to those brothers or sisters or friends or, or family. Lord, help me to be reconciled. Bring me back, Lord, to my first love. Help me, Lord Jesus, to be, to be sensitive, to be long-suffering to my brothers and sisters. Help me, Lord. God doesn't run out, church. The Lord will, can, will fill you again. He will fill you that your cup would overflow. Hallelujah. Maybe you got unforgiveness in your heart. Oh, Lord, help me, Lord. I, I, forgive me, Lord. Forgive me. Yes, my son. Yes, my daughter. Yes, my son. Keep coming back to Jesus. I want to tell somebody tonight, Jesus is in the house. And Jesus is going to do a work in His house tonight. Let's stand. Hallelujah. 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 Maybe there's somebody here that, that needs the gift of the Holy Ghost for the first time. Lord Jesus, I know there's Holy Ghost water there for me. Fill me. Fill me again with that anointing oil. Fill me again. Overflow my vessel. Maybe it's, you've been a long time since you've, that you've experienced the power of God in, in your life. And, and maybe you need to come afresh uh, and bring your vessel to the, the ever-flowing stream which flows for, from God's own throne. Uh, Lord, fill me again. 
Fill me again. Oh, he just keeps pouring it out. He just keeps pouring it out. The prophecy of Joel said in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And they shall prophesy. Oh, they shall dream dreams. They shall see visions. Oh, the Holy Ghost is for the church of a living God today. It doesn't run out. Oh, he can pour it out again tonight. Maybe you haven't spoken in tongues for a little while, but tonight God's going to fill you again with living water. God's going to pour out His Spirit in this house. He's going to shake it up. He's going to stir it up. It's going to be overflowing. It's going to be bubbling. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Salvation is in the house. Because Jesus is in the house tonight. Your need can be met tonight. Because Jesus is in the house. Can anybody shout hallelujah? Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Come on, let me hear you. Come on, come on. Let God get your attention. Shout out the name of Jesus. Jesus! Come on, let me hear you. Let your faith rise. Jesus! Jesus! Hallelujah! 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 Oh, yes. Can I have a musician, please? Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Oh, I feel the Spirit of the living God beginning to move in this place tonight. I don't need, I don't know your need. I don't know your struggle. I don't know your situation does, but God does. Everyone that came to Jesus was healed. They were set free. They were delivered from their circumstance. Sometimes you gotta get down on your knees and you gotta push through the crowd and you gotta say, let me get to Jesus. I just gotta touch, I just gotta touch Buddy's hem of his garment. Sometimes we gotta get desperate. Sometimes we gotta stir our faith. Sometimes we gotta let go of the boat and get out on the open water, set fire to the boat. Sometimes we gotta stir it up and let God be God. Jesus. If there's somebody that is desperate for something from God tonight, without delay, without delay, I want you to come straight away. Straight away, without delay. Straight away. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now I want those that haven't spoken in tongues for a little while to come forward. That have not spoken in tongues fluently in the last three weeks. I want them to come. God is going to re-pour out His Spirit in this place. And I don't want to miss it. And I don't think you want to miss it either. If you want to be filled with the Holy Ghost for the first time, come forth straight away. Don't delay. God will respond to your faith. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Now, if you need physical healing in your body, whatever it may be, back pain, 
Maybe a toothache. Maybe you got a you got a cut that just won't go away. Maybe you got a hearing infirmity. I want you to come forth now without delay. Hallelujah. God is no respecter of person. And He can heal you tonight. Now those that have a spiritual infirmity tonight, I want you to come forth. Those that have a spiritual infirmity. Those that have not had their sins forgiven. That is a spiritual infirmity. If you have not been baptized... In Jesus' name, you're not going to heaven. That's Bible. That's not my philosophy. That's not my wisdom. That's the Word of God. No unclean thing will enter into the gates of heaven. God is in the house. Jesus is in the house tonight, saints. Jesus is in the house tonight. He wants to do something in somebody's life. Are you ready for an outpouring of the Holy Ghost in the house of God tonight? Are you ready to be filled, overflowed, overflowed, overflowed? Here's the tissues. God is pouring out His Spirit. God is pouring out His Spirit like never before. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now I invite the whole church to come. Lock the door, Brother Frost. Come. Lock the door. Hallelujah. I invite the whole church to come. Lay hands on a brother. We all need to be healed of a physical and a spiritual infirmity in the house tonight. Some of us suffer with depression. Some of us suffer with anxiety. Some of us suffer... Oh, hallelujah, with all sorts of pains, aches and pains. And God is going to do something in the house tonight. Let faith rise up in your heart because Jesus is in the house tonight. And where God's spirit is, anything can happen. He wants to refill somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lead us. Lead us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.